1: One score. Score. one score save our draft pick. pick always we know who day they will show. show watching <laughs> waiting it's
2: irritating is and welcome back to mm-hmm. Fuck You. We like, like the Bengals. Bengals. The beginning of the off-season episodes. I'm your host Alex Schubert. Sitting across from me is Lloyd Johnson. And sitting to my left, first-time guest, longtime overhearer of the podcast,
3: <laughs> uh, Dustin Snap. Right welcome, in in the world. <laughs> oh man,
2: the guy who wanted to drop something in the in the episode that never was, <laughs> dude. You've been you. You've like walked in on many of our episodes and we've been recording and bullshitting and, and had to listen to the others from 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 a distance, from a bed. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You've had to put up with all our bullshit. I have, indeed, yes.
3: Oh yes. man, how's it been? <laughs> it's not not too horrible. Not too oh, horrible. It's A couple laughs here and there. A couple yeah. laughs. Yeah, Dude, yeah, it's
1: yeah. fun. It's like, I did hear him laugh when I said that someone looked like John Cena's dick. I Nick Boyle. Hearing him Nick laugh. Boyle. Yeah, Nick Boyle. That was pretty good. Oh man, he's a like th- a good, like a dick looking. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a, he looks like a dick thumb. <laughs> yeah, dick thumb.
3: That's like, I, I, would, like, I would go Dick toe. Yeah, Dick toe. Oh, I like that. He's a
2: human pinky toe. Human pinky. Toe. Well, human. Oh man, that's a tough one. I'm not gonna say Big toe because his head his head was too skinny. To be a big toe
1: He's like a human He's like a He's like a dick Index toe Isn't that Okay that's like Your
2: your second toe From your big yeah, toe Yeah yeah, yeah Cause yeah. Like your big toe's Like a thumb like
3: The one where like The nail's always Just
1: not right like it's
2: Welcome to the off, off season We're <laughs> talking about Toes the whole time
1: <laughs> The toenails You turn into right. Fuck you We like the toes
2: <laughs> 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 Oh apparently This is a foot <laughs> fetish Podcast
1: now <laughs> Wow! All right. <laughs> we, we we took forty seconds to really just <laughs> talk about feet. Just fuck track. Fuck being on any track. We're we're good. We're fine. fine. to the table. We off just talked season, about <laughs> yes, <laughs> off season. It's loose. We're having fun.
2: We talked about off season. Like the off season episodes were some of my favorites to do because they were loose discussions. Like get to know me and Lloyd, and occasionally Dustin, and occasionally. Just someone else as – just as people. And we talk about the Bengals here and there. But, like, they were some of our loosest discussions. They They were were definitely fun. fun. They were fun. And it's just not – it's very laid back. The Like, not a ton is happening with the Bengals other than, like, three months of anticipating who they're going to draft. I have four draft scenarios that that I think could happen (laughs) with the Bengals. Of course you do. Yeah, I do. (laughs) I do. And I guarantee (laughs) one of them is going to happen. We will get to it. Because they have the fifth overall pick, we're gonna get to it. And if you had to, Lloyd, if you had to bet on like which one of my scenarios would be correct, is there like a website you would go to? I would go to Bet Online. Goddamn right. <laughs> yep, the wait is finally over. Football is in full effect, and the NBA is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I want to talk about that a little bit because I went to the... uh The sports book on Sunday, yeah, with a dear friend of the pod, Billy Devore, and fucking cleaned house.
1: I uh, I gave suggestions to uh, former former podcast guest Thomas Claggett. Uh huh. I was showing him how all the bets and stuff work, and I gave a handful of predictions. And I wish I had put money in into fights or into football games. In football. Oh man! Because we were just—I was showing him like the stuff you could bet on, and I told him to take a parlay of Bills, Saints, Bucks. I took that exact parlay. (laughs) No, actually, I took uh, a
2: Saints, (laughs) Saints, Bucks,
1: and another. Fuck! It might have been Bills. uh, I mean, that was the one I told him to take. And it was at like one to six hundred. Oh shit. <clears throat> at one point, and then it just kept diminishing as it got closer to game time. So it was, you know, almost not not quite a week ahead of time, but far enough out that the yeah. odds were still and I was like, I would take this parlay. As if you put a hundred bucks down, you'd win six hundred.
2: Oh yeah. I put like ten dollars down on my parlays. I'm like, I do, I do, like, I put $10 down on my parlays and hope to come out with, like, 50 bucks. This past weekend, I didn't do all that hot. I think I only won, like, one of my parlays, and that was the one I won. I put, like, 20 bucks down and won, like, 40 bucks, and I still haven't claimed it yet. But I went to the sports book with uh, Bill Bob DeVore, and I, I put down, like, 10 parlays, and I think I won, like, seven of them.
1: Yeah, the parlays are fun. I, yeah. I mean, betting just makes, it makes watching shit more fun. It allowed
2: me to tune out of the horrendous Bangles game over the weekend. Yeah,
1: uh, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't expect a lot of that game, but uh, a lot of records were broken. Yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit. It
2: was rough. It was really rough. We'll get to that in a little bit. Man, what else are we going to talk about? Lloyd kind of psychoanalyzed me a little bit. Do you want to talk about the stupid human tricks a little bit? Uh, You said it comes across as a little bit pretentious.
1: It does. So, all right. Here's... I
2: think this is very... I personally think this is very, very interesting. And Lloyd thinks of this as pretentious. And I kind of (coughs) want to discuss this a little bit. Because he nailed a lot of shit about me.
1: I can do that fairly well with a lot of people. Um... From a very young age, I got very obsessive about mental health stuff and reading about it. Like, I used to have a stack of psych books. I'm that nerd that downloads, like, new psych papers and stuff when they come out and I read them. Yep. I'm that guy.
2: Because you think the human mind is interesting as fuck.
1: Well, my mom was... uh,
5: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod or not. When I was 12, my brother killed himself. He was only two years older than me. So, I, like, all of those things, it became important for me to know.
2: How people work?
1: Yes. And I have... The added benefit of being autistic in a way that helps me with that. Which
2: Brett called you a human lie detector.
1: Yeah. I realized pretty quick into mine and Brett's interaction, like, oh, there's going to be some things that are real hard for him to...
2: (laughs) To process in here.
1: To get past me being able to just go like, nope, that's not, or yeah, that is. (laughs) And that's with a lot of people. It comes across arrogant when you go, this is why you're doing something.
2: And there were a lot of times where where Lloyd would say something about me, and I'd be like, "Fuck, He'd be like, you no, it's... Right. Yes. There was one thing he said where I described a girl that like I've been like friends with for a while. I told her like I stayed with her when I went into town, but Lloyd said, and I remember this exact wording. He said, "You like her, but you don't
1: want to," and I turned my head and screamed, "Fuck!" <laughs> it's. So when you read all that stuff all the time and then you're good at reading people. It's yeah. a,
2: like I'm just astounded at your accuracy sometimes. Well, I mean,
1: think about it this way. You, your brain works well for you have perfect pitch, you're good with numbers, you're good I remember very specific things. I pick up a lot
2: I wish I had your skill and I
1: wish I had yours it's it's the grass is greener on the other side kind of shit right but understand that it takes so much effort for me mentally to hold back and like hunker down like on what
2: your skill is a little bit
1: not only that but when I talk to people a lot of times if someone asks me like hey uh uh I'm looking for a way to or a name for my podcast I now have to take everything I know about them and figure out what they would find good Yeah. and once they put it on my plate there's no I can't just ignore it, I can't get rid of it I will spend that time doing it even if it means nothing yeah I I picked this is going to sound real weird (laughs) <laughs> Everyone I know when I have interactions with them that I'm not sure about my next step is as soon as I have time where I don't have anything to think about I treat this treat them as if it was someone I didn't know and I build why they act the way they do. Yeah. That's essentially
2: what a psychologist does.
1: Yes, and it's because I that's how I taught myself how to interact was through psychology. Um Wow, they're way heavier than I thought we'd get on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> it's how I mean, I, some it, of the it, shit it, we've talked about has been very. Heavy. It, it, it's basically how I learned to cope with the traumas that uh, that I dealt with. Was if I can build everyone and expect what they're going to do, or at least have an idea of why they're doing what they're do, going to do, I can kind of feel more comfortable with the unknown. Yeah, I, I, it's the same reason I can't like buy into religion because it's like, oh, here's the answers for the unknown, and I go, but why, how? You don't give me a why it, or a how. The I answer, can't. as someone who grew up in the church, the answer is faith.
2: You just, I mean, you just gotta <laughs> believe. I mean, I—I I, mean? I mean, that's the answer. That's how I, <laughs> yes, you, you laugh. I get that. That is how people, in church. Who grew, was, people was, who, that is how Catholic. people who grew up hey, in, in the church justify it.
1: Baptist. Yeah,
2: oh gosh. yeah, you grew up in fucking,
1: what was it, I Alabama was, City? Was, Phoenix was, City, Alabama. God damn it. But, all right, without without getting too weird or whatever, I'm good at figuring out why someone's doing something. It's just a... It, it takes an unreasonable amount of effort out of me, and I can't stop myself from doing it, but it happens. Yeah. So yep. I do it. <clears throat> Alex doesn't realize that half of the answers I gave him when he was asking my opinion on things about why he was doing something or what... So I've spent way more time thinking about it than <clears throat> you would probably like you, conceptualize. It, it. You'll leave here sometimes after a podcast, and the next hour is my brain building how you got to where you're at. Yeah. So a lot of times I say a sentence that I've come to hate, where I go, I'm probably not wrong. Can, do you have an example? Um, if someone's like, hey, I... I why this person I'm dating does this and this and this and I, I think about it this way and I go, okay, well, here's the part you're not seeing. Well, I don't know. Hey, look, I'm probably not wrong. I've probably thought about it way more than you think I have. <clears throat> and I've built a background with that. Like, when I when I try to explain... You kind it of people, justify
2: your own reasoning and justify your own thoughts.
1: Um, It took me a long time to realize that All the therapy and shit I went through as a a kid, Mm -hmm. early teen, whatever. I was unable to look at myself objectively. And everyone sucks at that. We're all bad at it. All bad at it. Yep. But it's really, really important to me now to look at what I do objectively. As,
2: like, from another person's perspective?
1: Like, from not mine. Yes. Just just to try and outside. Um, Perfect example. Me and Dustin did mushrooms one time here. We did. we did. It was fantastic. And I filmed him for a couple of seconds because, in the moment, it was hilarious. <laughs> I was trying to explain that to someone else, and I showed him that video, and it drove me nuts for days until so I apologized to Dustin like, hey, I showed someone a video of it. I didn't think in the moment that, like, it bothered me, and he was just like, okay, whatever. It didn't matter to him, or at least he reacted to it. It didn't matter to him at all. So
2: situations that don't really matter to the other person are worth apologizing severely to you? That is
1: me to a team. Right, we just come at it from very different. It's it's the byproduct of hyper focus. Yeah. It's why you can convince yourself that you like a vapid girl with pocket hats. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. She's very nice. She, no, no, no. I like her. I don't like her for you. I wouldn't date her. Oh, I know. That doesn't mean I think she's a bad person. It just... I mean, she's the farthest thing from it. There's nothing there. Like <clears throat> there's not a handful of things where you're like, Oh, I like this person. I like this. And I'm like... I will tell me something about him, and the first three things you tell me, you're go, yeah, no, we're out, we're, we're done.
5: <laughs> because it's three things you don't care she about.
2: She gives me a place to hide my drugs, man. Cool, whatever. <laughs> hey, hey, Alex, you don't do drugs. Yeah, hey, do you do drugs? <laughs> do you, is there a problem I, I, in your I, world
3: about? I, I dabble. Not having hiding places for your drugs. I
2: dabble. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the most unconvincing dabble I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: Oh man. Thank God I don't dabble in fucking barging the Capitol.
1: (laughs) Uh, There's a segue. I really want to... Let's get off off of my stupid human tricks, and I'm sorry for everyone listening. That's funny. I really wanted to talk about that, because that's like... like, 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 I always feel like I'm like, I know more shit than you do. (laughs) I do, but you you don't know what comes with that.
2: Lloyd also says that he's, like, monumentally dumb.
1: Uh, I think I'm dumb, and the bad part is I think I'm smarter than a lot of people I know. <laughs> and I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> I think I'm a dumbass. It's kind of a bummer. Kind of a bummer. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's I'm still waiting for the. Think I we're not <laughs> as dumb as the people who fucking barfed the cat. Yeah, how, how, how did we end up with that? <sighs> they. I was, I was watching. Hand. I was watching the CNN coverage there, all day.
3: They found traces of people smearing
1: their feces everywhere. Are you fucking kidding so me? they were no, no, poop yeah, hand. That, They yeah, were poop-hanned, like yeah. in <laughs> one of the bathrooms where there was, like, poop art. Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> did so, they draw? I, fucking swastikas? Who knows? I
2: don't... Shitstikas? stick. Well, swa... Uh, swa- Shit-kas? That
3: was a reach. The poop hand. The grand old poop hand party. <laughs> <30.
2: laughs> <laughs> G.O.P.'s
3: from now, from, <laughs> from now to forever. Which <laughs> yeah, means yeah, yeah. the Geo, The, GO, the, GO poo.
1: the yeah. grand old poop hand party. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Dude, I... Here's the thing. I kind of figured something like that was going to happen. I just thought it would either be way better or way worse.
5: Yeah. Like, I thought either they yeah. would
1: fail monumentally or yeah, they yeah. would... Or, like, it would get real gnarly. And, uh... Jay Armstrong... Props. He was like a fucking reporter as that shit was going down. Yes, dude. And I was watching all the streams that he put up, and I'm watching these people, and I'm like, oh shit, this is about to get real. And then they would do, I don't know, kind of nothing. Dumb shit! And, you know, they're like, oh, I stole her podium. Like, yeah, and then you post about it on Parlour <laughs> <laughs> And you
2: fucking smile. Not Which by the way, a, a lot of those people not wearing a mask. A lot of people brought this up. A lot of people are anti mask. A lot of the people that barge the Capitol. If there is
1: one time to wear a mask, I mean, it's to
2: hide your fucking identity while you're committing
1: treason. Yeah, like, I was literally watching a friend of mine was posting all these things from parlor. He made a, a, a parlor account. I ha- I had a parlor account. And he kept I'll explain. He kept posting things from parlor that day. And you might not have ever found a better time to convince me that we're living in a simulation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Because yes. there was yes. one dude who's like, all of these patriots with no respect for this fucking building and the no respect for the people that are in it, fuck these people, we're going to take... And I'm like, I don't think you can start with patriot and then say you have no respect for the capital. Or, like I yes. And that was and one of the easier ones to resolve in my brain.
3: also, if you're going to do this, it's real important to take your work badge off while, yeah. you're, stand- <laughs> while you're standing there going to yes, exactly. tap the Capitol. I just, it's, I'm just saying, I don't know. If you're a Nazi you're fired, it's your fault. If you're a Nazi and you're fired, it's your fault.
2: <laughs> if you're a Nazi, <laughs> your Nazi and you're fired <laughs> and your boss is really tired of your shit. <laughs> It's not
3: fun being able to not
1: fly, is it? <laughs> oh, they're the, the, oh, the, the, no hey, fly hey, list! That's right! That's a crying in the airport. That was almost sexual to me. <laughs> for like, I, like, I, like, the lady Egh. that
2: cried after she got maced or some shit. yes, yes. the yes, well, yes, one yes. anime accident. I... <laughs>
1: if y'all know what I'm talking about, you don't need to be friends. They pushed me on the ground and maced me. And uh, Manny. So they can't see me. me The, the grunt at the very end? <laughs> 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 I mean, just the social media feast.
2: <laughs>
3: <The>
1: oh, it's <laughs>
2: feast. I can't believe I'm going to say these words in a sentence. Lil Nas X put it perfectly. Why is social media at its best when the world is at its worst?
1: Mm. That's, that's insightful, though. That's a uh, beautiful beautiful thing. its I, I don't know. I went from reading a story about Jeff, Jeff Bezos' phone being hacked to <laughs> Patriots storming the Capitol <laughs> building.
2: What Damn. do you think you're going to accomplish? It's, it's, if anything, it was counterproductive because a, everyone right, in the House and the Senate <laughs> was like, we're going to get this shit over with faster because these people are fuck
1: nuggets. And then I immediately start seeing. There's a handful of, like, very right-wing people that are still friends with me on Facebook. Oh, same I, here. And I protect th- that I want them to stay because I need a view into this world. And as soon as I started posting pictures of that dude with a tattoo on his hand, they're like, it's a hammer and sickle. I'm like, no, that's from the video game Dishonored, bro. <laughs> that's a video game tattoo. They'll, they'll agree if with anything. a little further past the tattoo, you can see the Cheeto stains on his fingers. And then like just a couple of things I posted <laughs> that were just to me like the most obvious observations Shaman people Oh the
3: whole like, cast of characters is I literally <laughs> was looking
1: at the crowd and I saw like seven people with Mountain Dew bottles in their backpack. <laughs> so I put up a post that was like I can't imagine how hard it is to find a Mountain Dew in DC right now. <laughs> yeah. It got shared like 30 something times. <laughs> <dollars>. Yeah. <laughs> I posted
2: um I posted a video of
1: like a lot of people were like climbing the
2: wall up at the Capitol and I um Made a TikTok video where I edited in the song "My Heart Will Go On" at the epic part. It's like "You're Here," there's nothing to fear, and I edited it, like right when the woman fell.
1: <laughs> My favorite one was somebody edited the Mario like. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love. Some dude made the... a video where
2: he was like playing as a video game. Like he was, he videotaped himself like playing the controller.
3: I. I... I th- love the pan out because there's stairs, literally stairs, fifteen feet <laughs> away. On side. Like, like you guys can't even,
1: you, you can't even riot correctly. Like, what? Well, there was, there was one of those streams that Jay posted. And there was a guy who's like, I don't know, like it was near the end of. He's like, I don't know, I just kind of got caught up in everything, and I'm like, you're wearing a full camo outfit.
3: <laughs> full.
1: You flew here from Idaho. <laughs> You filmed all of it. You got caught up in the moment. No, you planned this shit out. You have matching outfits with your two buddies. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're all wearing. Matching you guys have matching, matching
1: shirts. The, you guys <laughs> are the people that
2: fucking like brought like rifles and shit. Like they were ready to take a motherfucker hostage.
1: The dude who brought fucking. Zip ties. Not normal zip ties. He brought the double... Holy shit. There was an epic tweet. A whole handful of zip ties. But not even just regular zip ties, but they're the ones with two loops on them. They're handcuffed zip ties.
3: He was there to kidnap. He was there to hold hostage. (laughs) And he's
1: like, everyone Everyone has zip ties. What? Mm. Not those? (laughs) I don't own zip ties.
2: (laughs) There was a uh, you
1: know zip ties. I don't own handcuffed (laughs) zip ties. (laughs)
2: Uh, There was a... Uh, I wanted to, I saw this today, you know, Ben Shapiro, human fuck nugget.
3: I was just going to bring him up.
1: Ben Shapiro (laughs) is me. All right. This is one of the best analogies I think I've ever made in my life. Ben Shapiro is one of the flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz. (laughs) Because on very rare occasions does he actually seem like a threat. And it's usually only when he's ripping apart a straw man.
2: Yes. (laughs) Oh. So Lloyd is walking out to pee on that one. So I'm gonna read this tweet that I saw from Ben Shapiro, and then a response to that, which got seventy thousand likes. I'm gonna like it right now because I haven't already. Ben Shapiro said, "Literally every human I know owns zip ties. This is like Paul, Pauline Kale on steroids." And then a comedian named Mike Drucker said, "Ben, usually I joke, but I'm gonna come at I'm gonna come at this honestly. There's a big difference between zip ties being carried." by paramilitary forces invading the capital, and zip ties being carried by your wife so she can tie you to a chair and make you watch her have sex with other men.
3: (laughs) That's so good. All
2: All we really need to say is,
3: Ben, my guy... Will you give AOC her shoes back, bro? <laughs> like, there's absolutely... Come on, man. Just give her her shoes back, man. Let's he's Grow so, up. <laughs> hey, did you see his Dom post? Did you... <laughs> you
2: I feel like Ben Shapiro's hey, the kind of guy that just has, the post like... post
3: ends with him, like... And then she takes her foot and pushes it against my lips. All referring to AOC, like... Oh, okay, bro. You want her to be your dom. Okay. How many
2: cool. times do you think he sniffed her chair?
1: <laughs> oh, my
2: God. So... I feel like I feel Ben... She... Bro, I feel like, give like,
1: he her shoes hi- back, like he's right? a little bitty fucking tiny fella. I, feel like, he just <laughs> hides... I feel like he just hides in the back of the room whenever... whenever I'm going to go over this real, real quick.
3: Give her shoes back, bro. You don't... <laughs> Come yeah. on, man. Let's <laughs> Come on, Woogie. <laughs> Come on, Woogie. <laughs>
2: uh, he is claimed that he is 5'9". Dude, he... <laughs> <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm 5'9". nine. he's 5'9", I'm like 7 foot. Yeah,
1: like,
3: <laughs> Dustin's my size,
1: and we just became 7 yeah, foot. Me yeah, and Dustin yeah. are now Shaq. Yeah, yeah. So be, I could dunk on the vert. <laughs> I'm five 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 nine. Nine. I remember one of the episodes, the first episode was... There's uh, moon uh, shoes uh, on. One of, the, one of the first episodes, I think maybe the first one, where he was on Rogan's podcast, and he just had like those... like. Isometric chairs that are good for your back or whatever. The Shapiro looked like he was, like he needed a booster seat. Just <laughs> so sitting at that table, and Rogan's five eight.
2: <laughs> dude, no, Rogan's shorter, dude. I so
1: he says he's five. What he? Sh- Rogan's
2: mm-hmm. short. I I met him in person. He was actually one of the few people I've been starstruck by because he came. Do you ever hear the story of how he came to go bananas? Um, I met him. He is not a tall man. No, though. he's not. Not and he fucking bartended at Gobinet's with Stanhope.
1: Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget that night. Yeah, I was there. That was fucking nuts. But uh yeah, it was uh I don't I can't take him serious, man. I cannot at all. Like there, <laughs> there's friends of mine that I'll see post stuff he says and I'm like <laughs> oh, look at him! Like, it really is like an episode of Rugrats. <laughs> like he's just the red-haired one. That's uh, like just Angelica has, has the boy. Yeah, uh, Chucky. Yeah, he's just like the one who has a better shitty he's, idea than the other kids with shitty yeah. ideas. Since the WAP post, man. He's right got here. it all. Oh, the WAP <laughs> remix was so good. Dude, I knows know that. I went pretty hard with. Him. Yeah, yeah, he, we live hard on that guy. He, he, Come on. I've I, want, I,
2: I have told Lloyd that once DJ nights start up again, I want to play the Ben Shapiro WAP remix. It,
1: yeah, it's so good. It, what a sad little person. Yeah. He has <laughs> tiny
3: dick. He has small dick syndrome. If his wife's fine, though. Yeah, I mean, real deal.
1: <laughs> I would... Just saying. I would love to be a fly on a wall in that room. His <laughs> wife's <laughs> name is Moore. She's make... very bright. She's a doctor. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, she's like a gynecologist. She's... Yeah, she's fine. But mm-hmm. I would love to be a fly on the wall when he like tries to assert himself. <laughs> <laughs> or she's like, "Oh, I have an education, you fucking monkey!
2: <laughs> I'm not just a fucking pundit."
1: Yeah, like <clears throat> you, <laughs> you know how to speak somewhat confidently and have a halfway decent vocabulary. So, you're smart in your circles. In her circles, he's got to just be another. I know a hundred of him. Yeah. Most of them are the libertarian guy who has real strong opinions that. Or scarves. Are. (laughs) Are, are, you know, real easy to pick. He's just the kind of guy
2: you're just like, they're there. Yeah. Yeah. You're like,
1: I could pick everything you just set apart, but. You know what? You go, little buddy. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. go. You do your you thing. You seem like you're all happy right now. So yeah, clearly we're, we're not. We're just gonna
3: we'll give you the time words of day. to each other for the next little bit, and then we're gonna go
2: about our ways. I wonder how many listeners we've lost, like during this conversation. Like, nope, we like Ben Shapiro. We're tapping out.
1: Hey, you know what? <clears throat> I'm not even mad at you if you do. I I get it. <clears throat> <clears throat> just from <clears throat> my point of view, my He's hard to hear. Understand that 90% of the people that you probably think I like by those opinions, I probably don't. Yeah. I <coughs> I find the far left gross because I am probably gross. more left than a lot of what is considered the far left. <coughs> what would you define as the far left?
3: I'm legal everything left. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think me and Dozen are fairly similar on this. Like, legal... You want to smoke some crack. Like Go ahead. I want to be able to buy cocaine <laughs> at CBS tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: Like, we when were... you
2: posted the meme of, like, when I heard smoking crack was legal in Oregon and people on the Oregon Trail, that was the picture. I, mean, you know, I showed that we to We were planning kid. a
3: trip that day. <laughs> I, showed
2: <laughs> it, were... I showed that to kids I subbed for. I... Because because it's a funny picture.
1: Well, I'm like, if it's not hurting, it, I don't... If someone wants to marry their fucking dog, I, I don't yeah, care. As long as they're not fucking the dog. As long as
3: no like, one gets mad about what you it's do. Like what you it's do like one of those, like, My Strange Addiction do things. Just like, fucking want. do you, man.
2: Yeah, I don't
1: do give a shit. If it's not, not hurting anybody, anybody else.
3: <laughs> cool. Don't do that. Hey, you want to go on, like, a three, four-day meth binge? <clears throat> do, do
1: your thing, bro. That's cool. I that? that doesn't and affect what? my life hey, at all. We'll be here to help you out with treatment when you start yeah, yeah, fucking up. Because when you, you know start what? fucking up. The best people I know are the ones who went, hey, I fucked this up real bad, and now I have to get it together. Because they have a perspective on how to how to do things right. Like, uh, I may not agree. There's a guy I would, I would actually love to have on. Uh, a friend of mine, Daniel Ritchie. Got in a very bad spot. Addicted to painkillers. all that. Now he's... Completely on the other side of that, he works with people in rehab, blah, the rules. Blah, 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 I've cornered, you know, I've been in, in Daniel's corner for fights when he was an MMA guy. I watched all that fall apart. His brother lived with me through most of it. I couldn't agree less with how he goes about helping people get clean. Like, I don't like the religious aspect to it. I think that's...
2: Honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play... This is a weird way to word this, considering the religion aspect. But I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one. If religion helps someone get clean, as long as they're not like in your face about it, fucking do you, man?
3: Yeah, right. yeah. Whatever helps you get through
1: it. If Whatever it's helps. God, if, if it's God, it's God. Like I, said, it's... I disagree with it personally, but I see that it is effective. Yeah. Yes. So I do not disagree with it as a practice. Yeah. I.
2: W- it's like the the debate is like: Would you rather see someone? Smoke crack and ruin their life, or worship Jesus. I'm going crack.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And you it's only the
5: zealots that out. make it bad. Yeah, well, you get
2: I, rid of the zealots, and
5: they're... I just don't like that.
1: The idea being,
2: it's like, what is more bent, your spoons or your worldview?
1: <laughs> right, but that's a joke. I'm sorry. that's a, gra- that's that, a good that was great. That was really that was a good, good. joke. I, I literally stopped what I was saying. I was about to say something. I was gonna stop and be like, hold on, that was good. Thank you. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I I think the the faulty logic that makes it work lends such a weak point to who you are. Because if that falls out from under you for any reason, like if you just get mad at God, it's all gone. Mm-hmm. I would rather someone learn how to deal with it without the crutch. But that crutch is necessary for a lot of people, so... Yeah. Hey, do you if <laughs> if your you know step brother was saved because Jesus was better than meth, yay Jesus. I'm do your thing. <clears throat> I mean if your vice is
2: fucking pocket hats, fucking go for it.
1: <laughs> Fuck yeah, all the pocket hats. It could be pocket pulls of homeless dudes for meth. So. Yeah, yeah I, whatever, bro. <laughs> if you had to,
2: so if you had to bet on whether Danny's gonna kill me when this episode comes out because of how much we shut on her pocket hats, she's a nice girl. But... She
1: is, and the idea is not bad. I just, I the only thing I can say negative is I didn't like you two together. I like her. I like you. I don't like y'all.
2: Yes, <laughs> so very good, good way to make it that though.
1: very clear. I but if I had to go somewhere to bet on that, I'd go to bet online.
2: I'd go to bet online too. Here's what here's what I will say before that. I've bought the hats. I've few times actually, and I rarely use the pockets. But he's coming all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that part out just to cover my own Every
3: ass. Single That's one fair. of that them. That is
2: completely fair.
3: Every how many pockets are we talking on these hats?
2: Uh, just one. Oh, just one?
3: Yeah, just one pocket. Oh, I was imagining like it was like pockets all the way around and you know, like, tux compartments. Inside. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it talks like inside. Clear drug pockets. Okay. I apologize for <laughs> hating on whoever's product. So, sense. if there's a, a, if there's <laughs> a website. <laughs> like, Where do buy these hats? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You can buy these hats, they're cool. <laughs> so, if there's a website you had to go to on whether or not Danny will kill me when this episode comes out, is there a website you would go to?
1: I would go to that online.
2: Goddamn right. The wait is finally over. <laughs> football and murdering fuck you like the Bengals hosts is in full effect and the NBA is back you might and the NHL uh, you might not be at a game this year but you can still be in on the action at bet online bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any place online Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
4: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car.
2: And you know what we should not have bet on this weekend? The Bengals win. God damn it!
5: What the fuck happened last week?
2: That was a very rough game. It was like the one redeeming quality of going to the sports book. Was that like the Bengals game was on, but like you also had like the fucking brown Steelers game on and the fucking um, Vikings Anything Lions? Else. Game. Anything else? Because it's like, oh, is Lamar Jackson running all over us? He is. Is J.K. Dobbins running all over us? Fucking yep. The Ravens set a lot of records this weekend. Yeah, the they beat Last the weekend. Bengals thirty-eight to three two weeks ago. Uh, Lamar Jackson only threw 18 passes, 10 of 18 for 113 yards, but he didn't need to because the Ravens fucking ran all over the goddamn Bengals. I'm going to read these off. J.K. Dobbins, 13 rushes, 160 yards, and two touchdowns. Lamar Jackson, 11 rushes, 97 yards. Gus Edwards, 12 rushes for 60 yards. Mark Ingram, nine rushes for 39 yards. That's like fucking record setting for Mark Ingram considering how he's done. Devin Duvernay, a single 22-yard rush. Justice Hill, two rushes for 21 yards. And some fuck nugget named – or their backup quarterback named uh, Huntley, six rushes for five yards. That's astounding.
1: Yeah, it it was a little upsetting to watch.
2: Just watching the Ravens fucking do their running Raven shit. Their leading, their receiver that had the most reception yards had one reception. <laughs> Miles Boykin had a 43-yard touchdown reception. Other than that, Hollywood Brown had a fucking five receptions, 41 yards, and two tuds. Let's go over the Bengals stats, shall we? Do we have to? Are there? Stats? Lloyd? Yes. I know. Brandon Allen, 6 of 21 for 48 yards. This goes without saying, but no touchdowns. And two interceptions. Yeah. I forget one of them, but I do know the other one was in the end zone t- intended for Tyler Boyd? Yeah. And he underthrew the shit out of him, and the defensive back fucking came after him. Uh, Who was it? It was Marcus Peters, I think it was. Marcus Peters was like, "Oh, for me, here we go, and I'm gonna come and get it." It was an abysmal game.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It was rough.
2: If the Bengals had lost to the Steelers and Texans, we would be interviewing Eric Bianny for head coach.
1: <laughs> Zach
2: Taylor would not have a job.
1: No, you're, you're probably right. Here, actually, I was gonna say
2: this about Eric Bianny because I um. I watch more. I watch more Colin Coward than I should. <laughs> but I watch a little more Colin Coward than I should. But he brought up a really good point about Eric Bieniemy because he's—if you don't know—he is the Kansas City Chiefs' offensive coordinator, and he is a prime target for a lot of head coaching jobs. Yep. If he. That The Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator job is not a job you just bolt from. No. No, no. not at all. If you, no. if you leave for a head coaching job, you can't just leave for any ordinary head coaching job. You have to find the perfect job. Like, it's got to be,
3: I mean, like, maybe yeah, no, you, don't, you don't leave that offense. Like as an I, offensive coordinator, that's like I a semi-disagree. <laughs> I semi-disagree with
2: football Jesus throwing <laughs> under center. I semi-disagree with that. You leave if it is like – if Belichick leaves the pa- – well, their roster is sh- shit, but if Belichick leaves the Patriots, Biennemi could be a good replacement. If it's like – like Biennemi wouldn't leave the Chiefs offense to be the head coach of the Jets. <laughs>
1: No, I think he was already offered the job at Jaguars. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Urban Meyer might take that job,
1: apparently. (sighs) Ew. That's, uh, you know what? I don't like him as a person. No. Yeah. But as a coach, fuck yeah, bro. I
3: I used to deliver pizzas to him when he would come to Sanex, and he never tipped me. Really?
1: Ever. Yeah. He doesn't... He seems like the kind of person I would never want to have a conversation with, but if I had a kid that I wanted to play college ball, uh, that's... Yeah. Like, that's...
2: (laughs) Fucking Lily could play college ball.
1: Yeah. Who knows? She might. (laughs) She... Speaking of... uh,
2: She's moving back.
1: Yeah, she's moving back this weekend. Yes. I'm I'm very happy about that. Yeah, you'll get... Is she, like, going to be living with you? Um, eventually, yeah. She's, nice. So it doesn't lose me right now. Yep. Yeah. I'm on I'm, my way out. I'm not gonna be like, ways. hey, fuck off. You gotta. Yeah. So, where are you gonna be moving to? Mount Airy. Probably. Okay.
2: I'm stupid. Where is that?
3: Uh, like. Up Colrain a little bit. Yeah. Like okay. West top side. Up the hill. Where the tower is. Where the water tower yeah. is. Yeah. On like, think like North Bend. Coleraine. Coleraine Avenue. Okay. The famous water tower there.
2: The main water towers I know are the ones in Mount Washington, because I grew up like fucking five minutes from there, and the Florence one.
3: Uh, you're
1: just from the opposite. Yeah, you're from the yeah. opposite side. I'm, a, I'm an east side bitch. You
3: are.
2: Anderson, what's up?
1: But, uh, yeah, so as much as I don't want Dustin to go, if it's between Dustin and Lily. Yeah, naturally. I never no moved offense. in to live here permanently
3: either, yeah. so it's not like a...
2: Yeah. <laughs> but you guys like are a, being good cahoots with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm not moving out on bad yeah. terms or anything. Yeah. I'm not, you know, he's not I mean, you're fucking me doing out. the
2: podcast. Yeah, yeah.
3: You're not kicking he's not
2: out, telling you right. to fuck off at all. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, no. I, I told him whatever time he needs to take yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I never... Because I didn't move work.
3: in to become a roommate. I moved in yeah. to... I get out of where you were, and then the world... Yeah, yeah, and then go off, and then the world died for nine whole months. So we
2: digress... Um, we got back on got back on topic for the Bengals. Allen was obviously I mean, by and large, the worst game that he's had he's, as a Bengal. Yeah.
5: Pathetic.
2: I mean that I mean, granted, is the Ravens defense anything to slouch at? No. But that was real bad.
1: Yeah, I, I I don't I got nothing for that. I it, it was just
2: Two Bengals had more rushing yards than he had passing yards.
1: Yeah, that's fucking
2: wild. And those running backs were Travion Williams, four rushes for 74 yards.
1: Keep his ass. Yeah, I... The whole fucking game, I'm like, just keep giving that kid the ball. He's doing great.
2: And Samaje P. Ryan, nine rushes for 51 yards.
1: Which, part of the game, he looked... Decent, and then he was tired.
2: Yeah. Uh, leading receiver was Seathan Carter with a 21-yard reception.
1: Uh, I don't have a comment for that. <laughs> uh,
2: and the next leading receiver was Drew Sample, two receptions, 15 yards.
1: I think that dude has earned a pretty decent contract to come back. Yeah. I, I know I've said it multiple times throughout the season, but... That is a good tight end. Yeah, he really is.
2: He, is he like a Witten-esque kind of player?
1: Um, he probably won't have the passing, like the pass-catching pedigree that Witten did because the Bengals don't, just don't use tight ends that way. Yeah. But he could. I think he could be maybe not a Jimmy Graham-type pass catcher, but he is a really good...
2: He has that ability.
1: Yeah, he he can catch, and he can catch well, and he can catch under pressure. He like Antonio Gates it. in a little bit. Well, Gates was Gates was such a good route runner that it's hard yeah. to compare. Like as I said, he's not like a Jimmy Graham because Jimmy Graham's also. A really I'm trying good to think of like runner. a like a yeah, serviceable
2: he, tight end to compare him
1: to. Um, early career Tony Gonzalez. I you support go that. So like before so Tony Gonzalez got better at running routes throughout his career. Yeah. He he learned to read defenses through his career. He started off as a really good blocker, decent pass catcher, and then he turned into a really good pass catcher, decent blocker. I think Drew Sample is as good as most of the tight ends that you know. He's not gonna have like the spectacular Fifty yard catches. He's
2: not going to be. He's not going to be Travis Kelsey. He's not going to be Darren Waller.
1: Right, but if it's third and seven, if
2: you need a first down, he's he is like if Rudy was a tight end.
1: Yeah, it's it, it, if it's third and seven, he's not a bad choice. Yeah, like he'll go to the seven. He'll big body it. He'll make the contested catch. If you need him to block JJ Watt on a few plays here and there. He'll get it done. He's
2: a, he's like a fullback lining up on the line.
1: Uh he is what they lost when they didn't keep Ryan Hewitt playing.
2: You've said that many many times. I
1: Hewitt was one of the most underrated guys on the team his entire time with the Bengals. I mean it's not
2: like I mean he's not Taysom Hill, he can't do everything. No, I'm saying <laughs> as
1: far as what you ask out of a right side tight end.
2: A right side blocking tight end like block this mountain of a man but also go out five seven ten yards and catch a pass every now and
1: then oh. catch a oh. pass catch a pass over a tight end and a, or over a wow. linebacker and a safety yep he's got you and I think he's shown that he can catch well yes even though that, like in college that wasn't his like he, he had a good college career but he wasn't known as like a you know a, a Offensive dynamo as far as catching and scoring. Yeah.
2: Because I believe that team had Miles Gaskin on it.
1: Right, but they also just didn't use tight ends.
2: Like crazy. I think he only had like three, four touchdowns his senior year. Yeah. Or his last year in the league.
1: But watching him catch and watching how he plays, he gets what's happening. Like I've watched him pick up blitzes that I'm not sure the quarterbacks knew were coming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've seen him... Do little bump routes and go out five and then cut back in and catch a block. That's what you want out of a guy like that. Yes. So I I think Drew Sample has played beautifully. I think he's a better tight end than CJ or... uh,
2: CJ Uzama. Yeah. It's like you you barely noticed that CJ Uzama was gone this year.
1: Right. Well, Drew Sample did everything he did, but a little bit better.
2: Uh, do you I, even do you even need Yuzalba?
1: Yeah, you put him on the other side and run two tight end sets every once in a while.
2: I'm not mad at that.
1: <clears throat> you got somebody who's got to get the ball out quick, which is going to be Burrow's career. We're not going to. You get... hope that's
2: not the case, but you knowing hope, the Bengals, well, I
1: mean, just knowing a small market team, you're not going to have. The offensive line of like the Colts. It's I would even are, I wouldn't even
2: call the Bengals <clears throat> a small market team. I would just call them a no. team with a
1: cheap owner. Well, no, they're a small market team. You know, what I mean, you don't lose coaches mm. <clears throat> to higher positions at another team where they're making the same or less. You know, what I mean, like Zimmer left for the exact same that he was offered to stay. Money wise, he, he there was no benefit in him leaving, going to a bigger market. And he's still there. Right. Which, by position. the way,
2: shout out to the Minnesota Vikings for helping me win my fantasy league this weekend. 94 <clears throat> points combined by three players. There you go uh, Kirk, Justin Jefferson, and Alex Madison. So, boom. I nailed it. Uh, we did. Uh, so, that's kind of what happened last week. A very forgettable week as a Bengals fan. Two weeks ago.
1: Two weeks ago. Last week, last week was one of the most fun Can games. we please talk about that? Yes. I was laughing.
2: I I was literally laughing maniacally
1: during that first quarter. Well, uh, uh, here, I'll give you mine and dust. Brown Steelers, in case <laughs> you're wondering. My interaction on that. Um... I worked at the zoo, and then I went and did some work with uh, a buddy of mine that remodels apartments, and I got home late. Dustin came out of his room, went in, and I was just like, Steelers-Browns, and both of us just go. (laughs) 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 That was the whole interaction. Yeah,
3: I I had no intent on watching that game whatsoever. And then I (coughs) googled the score just to see what it was, and it was like... 28 to nothing in the first quarter. That's astounding. <laughs> I was like, well, this is <laughs> way that different is astounding. than I thought it, her, it would be. I
2: got shit for posting on Facebook that the Steelers were the worst 11 and 0 team in the NFL. I got so much shit for that because I, it was after Why? the game. It was after a game that they won. They played the Ravens, they won 19 to 14.
1: And but they maybe, only arguably the Ravens' worst performance all year. Be- no, 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 it, was, <laughs> it, was, it, was,
2: it wasn't that, it was because uh, they
1: were Ravens. Lamar they was the out. Okay. They started
2: <laughs> Robert Griffin III and Trace McPeterman. Well, that's what
1: I'm saying. It was, it was arguably the worst show that, yeah, the Ravens you, don't make fun of my hand me. motions. I wasn't making fun of your hand motions. You were no, doing no, this no, no. shit, he, he mimics them, yeah, yeah okay, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. okay,
3: but. That Ravens, that was not that was just like a bunch of dudes that they picked up to play for the Ravens. It yeah. wasn't the Ravens that they played that.
1: That was like that Marky Marky <laughs> And movie he still like, beat them like, by like, what, five? Like, <laughs> I, I got shit
2: because I posted the Steelers are the worst 11-0 team in the NFL. Oh, yeah, some gonna, people supported me, some people did not.
1: You're going to get shit when you post anything against the Steelers because there's a lot of idiots. Yeah. Huh. People love them for no there reason.
2: Was a, there was a line on why your team sucks, which I'm going to read off an entry that I literally laughed out loud at so hard. It's like being a Bengals fan is permissible if you hate yourself and the Steelers with a dire passion. Real true. That is 100% true. But then I was watching that Brown Steelers game, and I was also following McGarry's Twitter, Drew McGarry's Twitter, and he was tweeting, like, oh, this fucking rules. (laughs) Because watching the Steelers, because they got, like,
1: Super Bowl hopes, even if they lost four or five, Have you watched the video of the dude who destroys his TV with a ladder? I a hundred percent
2: watched that. It was um oh fuck. Uh, My boss sent me this on TikTok. Um, Pardon my take. He's like, you can't do that. You lose to Baker Mayfield.
1: Baker Mayfield,
5: the dude with the
1: dress
2: and his ass crack was hanging out. He's
1: literally crying. He's like, you Baker Mayfield. He just
2: just grabbed a a ladder that he had in his house for Uh. some reason and just shoved it at his
1: TV. I couldn't have. You could have shown me a video of my fourth child being born, (laughs) and it would not have meant as much to me as that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I. I, That day, I I
2: was a Browns fan. And I'm saying this as someone who put money on the Steelers to win. I was a Browns fan that day. It's like, above all else as a Bengals fan, if the Steelers lose, Cincinnati is happy.
1: Yeah. So there was a comment on that video that was like, <clears throat> I should have donated that letter to the Steelers so I could have climbed out of that hole. <laughs> it cracked good. me up. And it's I remember laughing okay. at that comment in a way I haven't... There, there's one YouTube comment that is my favorite comment ever made. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you know who Mad Mike Hughes is. No. Alright, he's that dude who tried to like make a rocket.
2: He, oh, was like, he the flat earther dude who tried to yes. make a make a rocket to prove that the Earth was flat? Yes. Yeah. Yep.
5: Um,
1: he's <laughs> awesome. Any other time, I'd be able to think of the guy who made the comments. Name, I can't right now. One of the first comments I saw in the video was, "Mad Mike Hughes, the Earth dash, the Earth is flat," all in quotation marks, and then it's it's the video of him. Basically dying, he, <laughs> crashing into. So the the one of the comments I saw, and I, I don't have ever laughed at a comment to this. So the comment was Mad Mike Hughes dash the Earth is flat, the Earth dash Mike Hughes is flat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's one of the favorite That's good. That's good. That's good. I like I've ever
1: I was like, I don't know who wrote this. But give them a sitcom. (laughs) I I don't care if they have one of these every two years. I carry a show for...
3: The age-old adage, the
2: internet is undefeated.
3: Imagine being willing to do that to prove that theory, I guess. (laughs) You believe that theory so soundly, you're like, I'm going to shoot myself straight up into this guy. Not
1: even. For whatever reason. Also, for... (laughs) Instead <laughs> of calling them rocket launches He always called them rocket jumps Yes, it was so great idiot. It's my favorite part about it, <laughs> it,
3: it how you bring that part up? Because it jumps <laughs> It's so great
2: So yes, Mad Mike Hughes The Steelers also fell flat That They're was flat. glorious yes. to watch And I literally I mean, I didn't see the loss to the Browns coming But I knew they weren't going to go far in the playoffs Because the Steelers And I've said this numerous times They were a boring football team Roethlisberger takes a grand total of three steps a year. His ass is out of fucking shape. Yeah, yeah. They yes. have the worst rushing attack in the league. They were thirty second. Oh yeah. Connor and <laughs> Snell are just like
3: you know where they're going.
2: I could tackle James. Con- I mean, granted he has lymphoma, but like, if you gave me ten chances to tackle James Connor, I could get one. Maybe. Probably not. But you get the point.
1: I got a good wingspan. I <sighs> think.
2: I do have a good wingspan. No, that fucking I fucking I,
3: I wasn't even, I just checked the score and it was 48 to nothing for no I just, reason. <laughs> I was like, what, oh, <laughs> man? I, I
1: I can't tell you how much I love that the interaction between me and Dustin was literally, I was just like, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. And he goes, <laughs> 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 and my response was, <laughs> 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 and then he closed the door to his room and I hear him playing Cyberpunk. Like, man. It
2: was great.
1: I'm so happy it's... that
2: game happened. It was the first Ohio playoff win for an NFL team in 26 years. 27 years.
1: It was a great palate cleanser after that fucked up game. And then you think of all, like, the Browns fans. Like, i got a lot of family in Cleveland. I, I know Boston
2: plenty there, of Browns man. fans.
1: I like, you know, like. I literally thought, like, good for Mary.
2: Oh, yeah. I literally messaged her. I'm We're like, like fucking, you have to be having a ball. And she's like, yeah, this is the fucking best. Mary Santora. Fucking... The yeah, best.
1: I didn't, I didn't say, but I, I literally thought like, good for her. Like,
2: yeah, that that whole fucking city deserves it. Pittsburgh can eat my ballsack. But
3: watching Ben Roethlisberger sit, watching on the bench,
2: watching Marquise cried. Pouncey, Ben Roethlisberger, and Juju Smith Schuster all just bawling.
1: I, there's a video of, of, of Ben sitting there like as the final hit and you just start seeing little rain, like it zooms in on it for about five seconds, <clears throat> and then you see the first couple of little raindrops falling, and then, hello darkness, my little friend, <laughs> like zooms in. It's so perfectly, like, I, it just sums it's up so so what should
2: be for him. I will gladly take that.
1: Nice. He should just go away now, though, what a shame. The Steelers' well, misery I don't know if you heard the,
2: is my happiness. I
1: don't know if you heard my, uh, my comment when we were talking about this before, but I said after this year he's going to hang up his cleats because he's been playing for 17 years, and just like most things in his life, after it's 17 he has yeah, no interest. He no interest.
2: Oh, yeah, I heard how much of a schmuck he was up in Oxford. <clears throat> yes, uh, yes. Yeah,
1: yes. We, we, we've touched on this a few yes, times. Exactly. Yes, we
2: have, and we'll touch on it next year.
3: I worked the, at a restaurant uh, that had a don't. Ben's breakfast. So yeah. Oh, that's right. Ben's Roethlisberger. Hopefully, hopefully,
1: we never have to. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't hope for anything more than for him to uh, quit football. He I? says he wants to be the quarterback next year. I want him to ride his motorcycle with no helmet during the whole off season. <sighs> yeah, I. Someone said,
2: "I hope he takes up motorcycle riding again."
1: Yeah. God, just,
2: just goes away. So let's go back to, let's go back to the Bengals. Because um, they have a little. This is the off season. We got. This is the time for like player transactions. This is the time for coach transactions. I think the one the one big coach transactions that happened. Like I think Turner got fired or something like that. Their OC. But also they got. uh, Is it Frank Pollock? Is his name the O line coach? Where apparently Mixon called Bro and he was just like fucking hooting and hollering like fuck yes,
1: and then Pollock was like,
2: our goal. Is to protect number nine.
1: Yeah. That's a that's a good thing to hear. That's
2: a really you hope, like I always say, the Bengals need to be the sorority girl at the bar with her dad's credit card. Yeah. When it comes to signing I, offensive linemen.
1: I hope they go full DJ Reader, Trey McKenzie,
2: Wayne's, Mackenzie yeah. Alexander. Go. They're gonna get those people
1: back. Well no no no, I'm saying like They were willing to spend money for DJ Reader. No one expected that. I wanted to do that again this offseason, but... uh,
2: There are some motherfuckers out there, dude. That's what I'm
1: saying. Pick up that fucking... uh, Brandon Scherf.
2: I've heard the guy from the Patriots, too. That
1: was a big dude from the Patriots, man. Yeah. Fucking get him. How about you how about a kid from Alabama with no goddamn neck that didn't allow a sack for three fucking years? Do I saw know? that, dude. Three years. Pick that dude up. Like, uh, give, give me uh, what's the guy from I mean, Oregon that everyone's saying? We're Penny good? Sewell. Yeah.
3: You can easily get an O-line that's young enough to where they
1: can just be with Burrow for Joe like a it's so his name. Yeah. Just how, Th- about, how about this? Look at what the Bills did. Yeah. Have you watched a Bills game this this they season? They are slaughtering. Their offensive line looks like they're a head taller than everyone else yeah. on the field. They all look like big dudes when they walk out there. And this is a <laughs> professional football league where everyone's a big dude. Yeah. And if you watch the Bills offensive line versus like most of the D-lines and <laughs> the NFL... They're batting them off. Like, nah, bitch. You're to get into it. <laughs> like, the Colts surprised me and got much closer than I would have thought they would. Yeah. Because their
2: offense, other than, like, Jonathan Taylor, is, like, very
1: under. I mean, their line is fantastic, and Jonathan Taylor is a fucking tank.
2: But I was, like that. I was
1: impressed with uh, the grit of the Colts' D line. Um, they were going. Full go the entire game. Yeah, and you started seeing like third quarter, fourth quarter that those big ass bodies on the Bills' offensive line start slowing down a little bit. Yeah, so I think they went at it the right way and just weren't good enough to pull it off. But do you think it's because they're
2: pa- do you think it's because they were pass blocking the whole game? They're like because I've heard pass blocking is more miserable than run blocking.
1: Yeah, for sure.
2: Because like for run sure. blocking, it's like you're mulling a motherfucker over, but pass blocking, it's like Taking a step back. Well,
1: think about run blocking you're going forward. Pass yep. blocking you're trying to keep someone else from you kicks dead him. game. Yeah. <laughs> so, the Mike a bit. Yeah, but props to Andy. I I was For doing impressed with well. uh, the way they went about that and that they could maintain it, but that fucking Bills line, man. They're good. <sighs> I mean, they I mean, you allow I
2: think it's it's a big reason why Allen has been more accurate. Yeah, because he has is. more time in the pocket. He has Stephon Diggs. Yeah. He has John Brown. He has Cole Beasley.
1: Like I said, there was a play on SportsCenter where they had he had thirteen seconds. Oh yeah, to so make a pass. In the life of an NFL quarterback, thirteen seconds wow. is an
2: eternity. You
1: can write a book. <laughs> right.
2: If I NFL players could read, a, they would
3: write a book. Write a screenplay. <laughs> Do whatever you want in that little. Well done,
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, I...
2: You gotta hope that the Bengals have that same mentality. Like, we gotta really... Like, well, like think about the 2015 team. You had Andrew Whitworth, fucking Kevin Zeitler, Russell Bodine. You need to have, like, that, like, epic... Like, there are pieces. Like, when... Like, you gotta hope that Hopkins recovers from his goddamn ACL tear.
1: Yeah, that, that kid is...
2: A stud. Yeah. But you gotta hope that Trey Hopkins can re- recover from his ACL tear. But I have four scenarios. I like I said. I said this before the pod. I have four scenarios of the Bengals draft because they
1: have a fifth overall pick.
2: Scenario number one we alluded to earlier: Penny Sewell.
1: That's my biggest hope.
2: Yes, but you have to assume the picks above us are uh, Jacksonville, New York, Miami, by way of Houston, which they are gonna. They're fucked. They're fucked. And I'm, I was talking to a friend of the pod, Matt Barr, who will be on next month. He's a big 49ers guy. Um, there are rumors that Deshaun Watson can be a 49er. All right. And I love that move. The Texans are fucked because they traded DeAndre Hopkins. They're alienating Deshaun Watson. They're screwed.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with that. Uh... And I believe number four pick is Atlanta? <clears throat> So it looks
2: like Trevor Lawrence, number one, Justin Fields, number two. After that, it's a toss-up. Yeah. Because third pick, what I, a guy for The Athletic wrote that third pick could could be Devontae Smith, the wide receiver from Alabama, Mm -hmm. who would be reunited with Tua Tagovailoa. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah. Number four, Atlanta, I think he suggested uh, Matt Ryan's successor. Yep. Uh, which w- would probably be Zach Wilson from BYU. Probably, yeah. And then the fifth pick would be Penny Sewell to the Bengals. That's the best case scenario to me. Penny for your thoughts, which is going to be the epi- episode title. Um, so <laughs> that's like the most likely, the, the biggest hope for the draft in the off season. Scenario number two. And this is assuming that... You shore up the line in free agency if you get two big fucks. Right. Number two, Devontae Smith.
1: Not unfeasible. Not unfeasible, but <clears throat> this is a stretch. It is a
2: stretch. But I mean you have to consider all scenarios. Right. Do the Dolphins want to draft Penny Sewell to protect Tua?
1: I mean, they do have a couple of guys that they seem pretty high on as far as O-linemen. Like the kid they were playing at right guard, I think they, they think he can play. Sue is a fucking blindside tackle. Uh, Sua, wow. Penny, Penny for my
2: thoughts. Penny Sual is your blindside tackle.
1: I'm saying the guy that the Dolphins rotated between. He started at right guard. I think he played right tackle a few games. Yeah. I think they think he can be a good left tackle. I support it. Right, and I think they're probably right. The kid's very impressive. Yes. He's very Zeitler build, like that. Okay. Fast feet, fast hands. Zeitler's been a very good player for years. Right. Very fast feet, fast hands, big body.
2: Yes. So that is assuming that Sewell is drafted in the top four. Entirely possible. He's a very, very good prospect. Yeah. So Devontae Smith, he's the guy who could replace AJ Green. He's the guy who could replace John Ross. Replace John Ross. He's the guy who could replace fucking well,
1: actually it's just those two, mainly. there's no if the Bengals go with a fucking receiver in the first round, that's madness. It's
2: a... it's an unnec-
1: it's an unnecessary thanks for your input, by the way. It was <laughs> you <laughs> how much he hated that dismissive hand gesture?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Playing
2: nice. <laughs> uh, I, 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 he's Okay, so my justification, Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner, he is a problem. But it might be too much of a sexy pick for the Bengals. <sighs> that being said, scenario number three... Jamar Chase. He's the wide
1: receiver for LSU. I'm still going to say if they go wide receiver with that. I'm just bringing up all the scenarios that could happen. I'm saying that, in my opinion, if... What was the first one I brought up? That uh, the kid from Oregon would... Uh, Oh, thank you. I'm saying if if he's gone by that point... Trade out. Scenario number four. Pick up, the, pick four. up the kid from
2: Alabama. Scenario number four. Trade down.
1: Yep. Pick up that kid from Alabama. He's unbelievable. I, I am almost more impressed with him than I am the kid from Oregon. The offensive lineman from Alabama. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, granted, I brought up Jamar Chase because he was previously a top five pick, and he is familiar with our guy under center. Right, right, right. That's why I brought up... Penny Sewell. obviously, number one dream. Fucking, I, I have pre-ordered his jersey. <laughs> I stand. I want him to be the next Anthony Yes. Same, same, same,
1: same, same.
2: A hundred percent. That is, like, the safest pick for your franchise.
1: And just the best option. The, yeah.
2: Yes. It's the most necessary option. If the Bengals pass on him at number five... I will go to Mike Brown's office personally with a bag of poo in a paper bag, light
1: it on fire, and throw it in his face. <laughs> I, I'm going to put a car tire around it and light it on fire. I'm... <clears throat> if they passed on that as a pick, uh, yeah, then... I, I feel like if they pass on that as a pick, then we should legally, as a city, be allowed to kill him. Yes. I
2: think everything... You gotta hope if if Suell is available at number five, unless some offensive tweets come out
1: from him from high school where he just says the n word a bunch. Uh, of, <laughs> nope. Even then, you you took Mixon after he punched a white girl. Yes, even though no one even though no one reported on the fact that she screamed the n word a bunch of times during that, like. That came out way later, where you're like, oh, okay, that makes that a little more justified. She spit on a man, called him the N-word multiple times. Yeah, I might have punched her, too. Um, <sighs> I didn't say that. But, uh, <laughs> I am not editing that out. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know what All could do to make himself not. He's, he's fine. He will be your top five.
2: Like, if, if he is available at number five, it is a damn near guarantee that the Bengals take him. I'm
1: not going to lie. I think the kid from Alabama, I, I wish I could remember his name. I literally looked it up so I wouldn't forget it, but I did. Let's look it up. If he knew how to talk, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a really shitty thing to say. <laughs> and I don't mean, like, he can't speak. I mean, like, <clears throat> if he knew how to NFL talk. Alex I
2: mean, Leatherwood?
1: Is that the... Uh, That's a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at like stats where like okay you haven't let you haven't allowed a sack in three years. I'd wear a jersey that said Leatherwood on. There. You're six four three seventy one or some shit. Is this him? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Alex Leatherwood. I <clears throat> he doesn't have like the star appeal that you want for a first round pick. But stats are stats, bro.
2: Oftentimes you don't want the first round pick to be the sexiest pick. You want it to be the, the pick that's like, okay, now our franchise
1: is fucking solid. Right, but I look at like Tobin and, and... Mike Brown. Well, let's just assume Mike Brown has less to do with it like he did last year. Yes. <clears throat> There's a reason the Patriots keep trying to hire Tobin. There's a reason the Patriots keep trying to hire Chip Morton. Chip Morton's one of the only strength and conditioning, I put in heavy quotations, coaches that has a voice in a draft. Yeah. That's a dude who gets what you need to do and doesn't give a shit about how everyone goes about. Like, he was so high on Marcus Hunt that not only did we draft him, but we brought him back. Yep, and look—it's like, like why did he even go in the first place? <clears throat> yeah, he shouldn't have let that dude go. I, I, one of my friends works at Ignition Sports. With you said he's like the the best athlete
2: you've, the biggest
1: freak athlete he's ever seen. <laughs> he sent me a video of Marcus Hunt doing a flat-footed backflip. That dude, that weird Estonian hairy fuck, <laughs> is six foot eight. 265 pounds, and can do a flat-footed backflip.
2: That's astounding.
1: I'm six foot five, in my best, best shape. That is a crazy pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> I used to get punched in the face as uh, as my sport of choice. <clears throat> you give me a guy. People like, get
2: punched in the face
1: by choice. Well, I'm just saying, you give me Margus Hunt in any sport. A freak athlete like that. He played football for two years and then was drafted. That's a fucking rugby player, dude. No, That's a track and field guy in Estonia. He's yeah. an Olympic alternate. <laughs> yeah. And didn't care to go train at the Olympic facility because he didn't want to stay in Estonia. Don't I blame get him. It. I get it. But... Fuck. Like (laughs) When you got guys who find those in the Jerome Simpsons from Coastal Carolina. I still wanted Deshaun Jackson that year. I I agree, but I'm just saying the fact that they found. You got that uh, sweet
3: flip into the end zone. Yes, he did.
1: (laughs) But also just, you're talking about a dude with a 13-inch thumb to pinky. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't caught anything close really to
3: him. Yeah,
1: but, but. Uh, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not saying it, sort of. <laughs> well because he didn't have anyone to teach him how to do it. <laughs> yeah, look at look at the guys that left for a few years. Where you're mm. like, oh, we probably could have done with some better offensive coaching.
2: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, Marvin. Yeah, he, he might get a job this off season.
1: Not Lewis, Jones. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, a really good singer. I found out. Right, but they're like, hey, let's play this guy as a slot receiver, and you're like, I'm sorry, what are we doing? We're gonna play him as a slot receiver. <laughs> oh, you mean the guy with four three speed that runs great out routes, but sucks Sanu
2: at was the slot guy. Sanu should have been the slot guy on that team.
1: Yeah, and they they inverted those guys and played them that way, and where you're like. If we had had Zach Taylor, then he would look like a fucking genius. Zach Taylor knows how to play QBs, wide receivers, running backs. That's his wheelhouse, his milieu. If you were <laughs> use my fucking smarty pants word, yes. But yeah, our draft guys are good enough that. You know, the the Patriots, the Colts, the Cowboys, they always go they offer them jobs almost every year. Like if Tobin wasn't like rooted in being here and his wife didn't have her foundation and job and all this stuff, he'd have been gone years ago. Yep. Head of player personnel, he he might be the best draft guy in the league. Best guy to have in a draft room. The, yeah, it's like know. the Bengals can draft players, but can they develop them properly and build a team around them? Or keep them. Yeah. Again, if you're losing your coaches every year, players ain't sticking around either.
2: Yep. So, again, you got to hope that fucking pennies... I mean, fingers crossed, penny for your thoughts, penny for anything. <laughs> we just want pennies too well. God damn it. do my real happy. Yep. So, um... Let's do predictions and bullshit.
5: Predictions and bullshit.
2: My my bold prediction. Uh, I'm gonna read this wire team socks entry because this is it's gonna be part of the bullshit. Uh, my prediction is going to be the Bengals. Um, they draft Carson Palmer first. Second pick. Odell Thurman.
1: I mean, maybe someone on the Bengals staff will develop a time machine. That's possible, I suppose. What's your what's your bold prediction, Lloyd? Uh, my bold prediction is that everyone else on the staff is going to literally assault Mike Brown into doing a good job this offseason. Yes. <clears throat> They're going to literally take turns like, like We spent team. money last offseason. What the fuck you want now? Like that, like that scene from Airplane where everyone lines up to smack. <laughs> I feel like the entire Bengals staff is gonna do that to Mike Brown this year. Like, hey, you did it last year. You saw the defense develop from. We're doing this again, but we're gonna buy an offensive line because you have a quarterback. Yep, and I'm gonna say over the. Next season won't be the the big playoff wins and whatever. no, it'll be like the, the the get to seven
2: and nine, get to eight and eight. Because I have always been very against the like the mentality of like lose for draft picks. Sometimes, in some cases, because you can't like first of all, you can't ask a competi- a team full of competitive, <clears throat> big dicked, muscular motherfuckers. No homo. No, no. Um, to lose. You can't do that. No, and I don't think it's good. It's it's like, what good does one draft pick do for you if it causes six or seven other people to want to leave because they're miserable and they don't want to be on a team that's
1: constantly losing just so they can get a high draft prospect? I mean, I guess the rough answer to that is... The Browns this year, yes.
2: Well, it was also because of good coaching. Because Stefanski's been great.
1: I I will say that this year has been more impressive in the coaching world than the playing world. (coughs) More so than (coughs) any season I can remember. Yeah, dude.
2: Think about like Coaches are getting smarter. It's like McDermott's been doing great in Buffalo. Flores is doing wonderful in Miami.
1: I mean, look at Kansas City. They kept the fucking coaching staff together for five years, and now look at them.
2: Yep, they're astounding. They have football a, Jesus uh, under center. a well right,
1: machine, too, Look, at, too, look, look at Seattle.
2: They've had the same coaching staff forever, and they have the cheesiest motherfucker in the world at quarterback. Right, but... God, I can't stand Russell Wilson as I, a person. No, I... <laughs> Uh <laughs> he He's like, a good know. man, but God he's the worst. He, he's the kind
1: of person I feel like he'd be like, Hey, language guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't if you guys would pick up anything from me, if a grown man tells me to watch my language I'm going to fuck your wife. <laughs> but My his principal. wife is... Yes. Sierra?
2: Yes, Sierra. I am I mean,
3: mad at him one bit for that, but he is one corny-ass <clears throat> dude. Yeah, I, <laughs>
2: he is banging future sloppy seconds. Oh,
1: damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's just lucky Future hasn't killed him. <laughs> yeah. I ain't, I ain't mad at him. But, yeah, no, I, I... I would like to see the Bengals do this smart thing. Uh, spend the money they spent last year, uh, but this time build an offensive line. Yeah. Start the plan to con- to keep. Because they built defense last year yeah.
2: with the draft and with the guys they got. They're gonna get Trey Williams back. They're gonna get DJ Reader back. My dad my, my dad. He's like, the Bengals need to go defensive line in first round. And I'm like, fucking no. Why? Offensive line is number one.
1: Yeah, they need to do what Tobin does. Take the best guy on the board. Hopefully, <clears throat> uh kid from Morgan's there. If not, <clears throat> absolutely trade out and get to get yep. out of Number two scenario is trade down. If uh, that didn't work, take the kid from Yale. Their left tackle was a has a ton of potential. I, even if he was a bust, I wouldn't be mad. If. They, okay,
2: so like I said, four scenarios are going to happen. One of four scenarios is
1: going to happen. Number
2: one, Penny Sewell. Number two, they trade down. Tied for third, Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith. I just. I guarantee one of those four. <clears throat> it's it's like physically impossible
1: for them I not to I wouldn't argue happen. with that other than um, the potential for them going like uh, pass rusher, linebacker.
2: Oh, also another scenario I see happening, and you might not like this, is uh, Kyle Pitts, the guy tight end out of Florida. Right. I, I've heard. I've heard people compare him to Darren Waller.
1: I, I don't. I wouldn't be like. I wouldn't be super mad at that. I wouldn't either. I'd rather than put someone on that other line, other side of the line from Lawson, and let Hunt play how Hunt plays instead of yep. trying to make him do all the. Uh, uh. But. If that's not available, then yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad at that at all. So yeah, I I kind of wanted to do
2: this um, because I, I, Wire Team Sucks is like my favorite column every year, and I wanted to do, like one thing of the month because I re- I read it obsessively just for just to kill time, and I kind of want to do like a Wire Team Sucks entry of the month, and this is like three long paragraphs. The last one is one of the funniest things I've ever read about Cincinnati. This is from two thousand fourteen. I want to do like a Wire Team Sucks entry of the month. This one comes from Jim. And you've read it, right, Lloyd?
1: I believe so, yes.
2: Yes. He just... This was on the Bengals article, and he roasts the shit out of Cincinnati. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: The Cincinnati... No offense to our listeners. The Cincinnati game day experience is horrible. That is, unless if you like to see 41,000 drunk people who couldn't get a ride to the Ohio State game the day before. (laughs) The mood at Paul Brown Stadium at any given point during a game is just like your dad's growing up. The crowd coldly watches the game as if they're as if even being there is above and beyond any expectation you could have had for them, <coughs> while they choke back their insane, unpredictable rage until even the slightest, most mundane thing makes them just lose their shit and start screaming at you. Time out? I don't bust my ass all week so you can take a timeout! Your brother wouldn't have called a timeout. All of this while the stadium blasts, all, all all of this while the stadium sound system blasts old cassettes that Mike Brown probably bought at a Sharonville garage sale back in 1993. <laughs> you can hear the tape rewind after they hear after after every time they play "Bang the Drum All Day"
1: or "Welcome to the Jungle."
2: Yes, or "Devour" by Shine which I still hear. Yeah, yeah. It's from fucking 2008. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah China, they're good, China but they're pretentious. Ever. I stand I support I stand by this. They're good, but they're pretentious. You don't agree with that at all, do you? Um, I get the dislike. It's
1: someone called them
2: <laughs> rock radio filler, and I a hundred percent agree with that. Right. Again, <clears> an I'll an say if
1: you're the kind of person who shits on nickelback, you don't get to say a word about Shinedown. I agree with that. <clears throat> they know what they're doing, they did a thing, it worked, they stuck with it. Okay.
2: Okay. So this is this is where it gets really good. Cincinnati is a weird place. It's an alternate reality where the South won the Civil War and the city was turned into an orphaned international buffer zone between the Union and the Confederacy. In a weird alternate reality that is the natty, Pete Rose is the supreme all-time mayor. Food rationing during the war led people to create a replacement spaghetti that consisted of canned chili on bagged noodles with government cheese. (laughs) To this day, they prefer the substitute spaghetti more than the real thing, even though it is wretched. In the city of Cincinnati, NASCAR, baseball, and college basketball are the only three sports that matter. In Cincinnati, restaurants just float away. The local economy is totally based on prescription painkillers and custom-built cornhole boards.
5: Opinions
2: are dictated by talk radio trolls. The emerald ash borer and bedbugs have united to ruin all spaces outside and in. Forensic students at the University of Cincinnati have the unique opportunity to hold class outside at a real unsolved crime scene every single day. And all the teachers at the local high schools have to pre-register as sex offenders. With all of this, the upstart perpetual expansion team that is the Bengals, with their cheapskate owner and literacy first approach to logos, just can't find a loving audience.
1: Um, That's sadly accurate, and definitely someone who spent some time in Hamilton, Ohio. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. I was literally just in Hamilton, Ohio two hours ago. Why?
2: Mm-hmm. I know it's trivia. I lived there for a bit.
3: Hi. Is this something oh, I should?
1: Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa! That was pretty terrible. Let's back up a step. <laughs> You're hosting trivia in Hamilton, Ohio. Casual pint. That's like. Holding a pretty tooth contest in Crittenden, Kentucky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh... It was 90's music night.
3: I've been to that. I
1: could, I'm in that. I, all, all I can say is I've never been to Hamilton and thought, like... <clears throat> jail's worse than this. Yep. Anytime I've ever spent time in Hamilton, I'm like, I would rather be in prison. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Is that something I
2: should keep doing? Just reading like a Wire Team socks entry? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, by all means. That, that,
2: that was, this was like. That what? was
1: fucking poetic gold. That was, yeah, that was, that was so, I, I so it. fantastic. <clears throat> but I just, my brain stalled on trivia and Hamilton.
2: I don't blame you. Yeah. The line. Like,
1: were... That's like a book club in Mississippi, <laughs>
2: <laughs> a, a book
1: club in Phoenix City, Alabama. If you compare Alabama and Mississippi again, we will fight. <laughs> club in Mississippi? Square right. up, motherfucker. Pardon. I grew up in Alabama, and it's a terrible place. Probably not a bad place <laughs> to be
2: a
3: librarian, though, Mississippi. beats.
1: Just hang just, out all day being I mean, yeah, if you're, if
3: you're be a librarian. librarian in Mississippi is basically <laughs> kicking
2: off homeless people from computers you're because just, they're watching too much porn
3: you're just getting paid to be there <laughs> being
1: a librarian in Mississippi is like being, guard their three books <laughs> being a librarian in Mississippi is like being a consent counselor in a bathroom with Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> uh, you don't you're not necessary yeah, yeah. I, it's like it's I grew like, up in Alabama and that place is terrible <laughs> The worst place I've ever been to in Alabama is better than the best place I've been to in Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, by three decades. Yeah. <laughs> if everything in Mississippi was burnt to the ground tomorrow, I'd like well, at least statistics go up.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The average reading age like doubles. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> we we hit like junior high levels of. They average
1: had a governor
3: who had eighth grade education. I don't I... Yeah, yeah. Their average is the sixth grade.
1: Oh god. How
3: you
2: how do you I don't know. But yeah
3: Goosebump books is where you stop? <laughs> you think like, this much. is enough? No no you <laughs> graduate from goosebump <laughs> books. This is enough. To I don't even to read any parlor.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna, say, I was gonna say, Harry Potter's like higher education in Mississippi. Harry Potter's like you're one of them okay. rich
2: kids aren't you?
1: Oh, alright, smart folk. <laughs> you can say Hermione Granger. We could good for you. We could
3: ask Parlor but Yeah, they got yeah. shut down. Dude, Zer- I this is will last you soon. The hackers with Parlor. <coughs> is this too soon? Is that too soon for the I had I a know. I had a fake Parlor account. I made it 6 hours, I got booted.
2: Really? You got booted from Parlor? Yeah. What happened?
3: I was just trolling. <clears throat> I uh, ruthless, was. Um, I don't.
2: I had a fake parlor account where I was. Um, my account name was at Tommy Arlaren. That's tight. <laughs> my. Didn't she
3: block you on Twitter? Yeah, she blocked me on Twitter. Oh man. <laughs> she's so hot, but she's also no. She's. I no, <laughs> no, she's not.
2: She's like objectively hot. I.
3: No, no. But she ruined her hot. Like she was like, hey, I'm super hot, but I'm gonna totally make you, I'm gonna totally ruin that for you.
1: All right. mm. I've
3: never uh, I'm,
2: the wrong I'm gonna be yet. the eye candy at Fox News at best. Well so you
3: have you ever seen the video of the dude at the bar where he's like, Hey Tommy Lauren and he's like Ugh. What's like hey, a drive piece of shit? <laughs> 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 Absolute gold. <laughs> so I also
1: have a friend who went to UNLV with her. Go on. And the reputation she developed there wasn't great. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I've heard. I've to heard. the point where, so he played football for UNLV. And uh, a lot of the football players used to have a Tommy jersey that they passed around.
2: Bada bing. I'm listening.
1: It just whoever was banging Tommy at the time yeah, yeah got the jersey fuck dude it that is was just a Tommy hoping a jersey that they passed around
2: man Tommy laying
1: Tommy all the fingers she the world would be like you
3: know I would never wish her to die but oh I would I I wouldn't be mad at the same time. <laughs> man, we
2: shit on Ben Shapiro, we, we shit on Tommy Lair, and it's been a hell of an episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So let's plug. Let's plug some shit. Do we have anything to plug? Uh, Dustin, do you have anything to plug? Nothing to plug. <clears throat> Nothing to plug? Lloyd man, do you have anything to plug?
1: Uh, I'm going to make a cake for Fiona's fourth birthday at the zoo. Dude. Nope. dope. dope. They're doing some event that's I guess like the Rubber Duck Regatta, but with apples or Fiona's apples. I don't know. Mm. I, I don't know if that's what they're calling it, but that's what I'm calling it.
3: Uh, the Communion?
1: Still having shows and putting people in- uh Mine just got cancelled. <clears throat> Alright, well, fuck me then, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was supposed
2: to do January 29th with William John DeVore IV, but it got cancelled. The only show I have is this Saturday, January 16th uh, from 7 to 9. I will be at Good Vibes Nutrition in Springdale. Uh, Very nice young man. Austin Deller is putting that on. He's a really, really... I like that kid. Nice dude. Kind of younger dude. Couple years into comedy. he's, He's doing his thing, so come out if you're in the area. Uh, wear a mask. Don't be a fucking bitch. Uh, do you want to do "fuck you, COVID" again for the for these off season episodes until uh, the pandemic ends? For sure. Lloyd, Dustin, I think we only I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, fuck you, you, coronavirus. Uh, we, we like, like the Bengals. <laughs> wow, man. Fuck.
4: You like the Bengals.